where you found us. Welcome to the Community Church Oxford podcast. We are so honored that you decided to join us. We hope that if you don't have a church home, that you'll find a church home that is a Bible preaching church. However, if you are just checking us out, we're honored that you would do that. We hope that you're encouraged by God's word today. You're also encouraged by the experience that you have through our podcast. If you want to find out more about us, you can check us out at www.communityoxford.com or check us out on social media via Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Again, thank you for joining us today at the Community Church Oxford podcast make some waves this morning, but I'm so thankful for Mark and Heather and Kate for the fact that, and Sean, that exactly when you need a song, Garrett, sorry, uh, uh, exactly when you need a song, I I looked around and we were all covered up and Mark was blocking Garrett, so sorry about that, Garrett, Um, but I'm so thankful that exactly when you need a song, God gives it to you, amen? Because I don't know about you, but I needed to be reminded, not about my goodness this morning, because I'm not any good, but about the goodness of God. Let's pray. Father, what a joy it is to watch these kids worship. God, what a joy it is to see waves made this week. God, some for the very first time who put their faith and trust in Jesus. And God, that's not just an impact for a week in vacation Bible school. That's eternity. And God, if that's not your goodness, I don't know what is. God, I just want to thank you for these children. I want to thank you for their families that they represent. God, I want to pray for every other vacation Bible school that will go on this summer throughout our community and our state and our nation. God, I pray that kids would come to know Christ all over this country through a ministry called VBS. But God, I pray specifically for the kids that participated this week here at Community. And God, I pray that your word says that your word will never return void. And God, I'm thankful this week that we talked a lot about water. We talked a lot about waves, and we did a lot of motions about waves and a lot of dancing. But God, I pray that we would be reminded that there's only one thing that's immovable, unshakable, and it's the Lord Jesus Christ. And God, I pray today that every one of these kids and every family that's represented today would know that you are unmovable, unshakable. And God, that you are good even when bad things around us happen. God, it's your goodness that gets us through those moments. So God, bless these families. Bless our team. God, I'm so grateful for our next generation team and all the work that they put into this week. God, I'm thankful for men who help in car rider lines. God, I'm I'm thankful for those that serve food. I'm thankful for those that help through the the science projects or the STEM or whatever we call that. God, I'm thankful for all the things that happen in the the individual groups through the seals and the octopuses and the seahorses and the sharks and the whales and every other group that we had. God, I just thank you for this week. But most of all, God, I thank you for your goodness. And God, I just praise you today that you saw us as beneficiaries of the fact that we got to see you show up and show out this week. God, would you do it again this morning? Would you do it again right now? In Jesus' name. And all God's people said, hey, y'all find your way back to your seats, to your parents, to your classes, and we'll make it happen.
Hey, so real quick, this morning um, we are going to continue to talk about water because that is what we've talked about a lot this week. Um, and uh, it, it's, been, it's been fun to watch the kids just really, man, it's been cool just to watch them get excited about the Word of God. It's been, it's been fun to watch them um, quote the Word of God. It's been fun to just watch them just really... Kids will do something that adults won't do. They'll, they'll get a little excited in worship where we've been taught that you can't get excited in worship, that you, that you, that you, that you kind of got to be still and, and you got to kind of chill and, and that kind of thing. But can I tell you something? There's nothing wrong with emotion. Can I get an amen? And this week, I was called out by Kai Thompson so usually when you call me out, I call you back out when there's more people in the room, Kai. And she said, hey, you know, it'd be a good idea if the, at the end of vacation Bible school if you would get up there and dance with the kids. And so literally, I stood right here. Now, there was a whole bunch of people in front of me, but I did the making waves, and I tried to do all the stuff and that kind of thing. And you know what? She missed it. She didn't even see me. And so here's what I'm saying. It's really not about who sees you when you worship. Amen. It's about the fact that we get to worship in the first place. This week's theme verse was John 7, verse 38. Listen to what God's Word says. Whoever believes, or excuse me, verse 37, on the last day of the feast in the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. But then verse 38, the theme verse. Whoever believes in me, as the Scripture has said, out of his heart, will flow rivers of living water. Church, what I love about that text this morning is, is it says, if anyone thirsts. I got a question for you this morning. Are you thirsty? No, 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 I don't think you heard me. Are you thirsty? Thank you, ladies. You guys are rock stars. I could hear you. If anyone thirsts, let him drink. Amen. If you have God's Word, I hope you do. I'm going to ask you to open up to John chapter 4. John chapter 4. Ben, I literally want you back on stage in 10 minutes. All right? In 10 minutes. In John chapter 4, there's a very familiar story starting in verse 1. And you'll, you'll kind of pick up on it. We're not going to read the entire text because it's a lot. But pick up with me in verse 1. It says, Now when Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John. Notice, church, water. There's a theme of water all week. Verse 2 says, Although Jesus himself did not baptize, but only his disciples, he left Judea and departed again to Galilee, and he had to pass through Samaria. If you're not used to church, let me just share this with you. Jesus is a Jew. He's got to go through Samaria and I don't know if you know this or not, but Jews and Samaritans do not get along, okay? Be kind of like bulldogs and rebels, all right? Like they, they act like they like each other, but in reality, they're not really cordial, but it's a whole different level, okay? I'm talking about a whole different level, like a whole different impact. And so Jesus going through Samaria is a big thing. Look at verse 5. So he came to a town of Samaria... So called Sychar, or Sychar, or as I like to say around here, 
S hard word, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, so Jesus, wearied as he was, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well, and it was about the sixth hour. Verse 7 says, And a woman from Samaria came to draw water. There it is again, water. And Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. So let me ask you a question. You just imagine we have to go kind of to a well in our town or in our community to get water. You get there, there's a dude sitting there, and I'll just paint the picture that we paint. He's got on a dress, he's wearing sandals, dude's got some pretty hair, got a really awesome beard, um, brown eyes, I mean like, but you can tell old dude's tired. And he simply says, can I have a drink? Any, any issues with that? Shouldn't be, right? But here's the problem. You're not a Jew, and you're not in Samaria. Are you with me? The other thing is, you're a man, and you're talking to a woman. There's a lot of different dynamics in this story. But keep reading with me. So Jesus said to her, give me a drink. Or may I have a drink, excuse me. Give me a drink. For, the, for his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food, verse 8 says. And verse 9 says, The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink for me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans, the ESV says. Verse 10 says, Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it was, or who it is that's saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. So check this out. Jesus says to the Samaritan woman, give me a drink. She then pops off at him. In case you don't know what pops, pop off means, means you're not married. Okay? And, and, and look, I don't know if you're visiting with us today. It's okay to laugh. My kids tell me, son, if they, dad, if they don't laugh, it means it wasn't funny. Okay? That was funny. I don't care who you are. All right? A woman knows how to pop off at her man. Can I get an amen, ladies? First time some women have ever said amen in church. It was just right there. But she pops off at him. And she says, first of all, you are a Jew and I am a woman from Samaria. She points out the fact, hey, dude, I'm a woman. You don't get the right to talk to me. And she begins immediately making excuses of why she shouldn't give Jesus a drink. Church, can I just ask a question? Are you an excuse maker this morning? I, I, undoubtedly, you didn't hear the question. Are you an excuse maker this morning? Randy, I'm going to pray for you, brother. Because the reality is, is even when we don't think we're making excuses, what are we doing? We're making excuses especially when it comes to Jesus. And here's the deal. The woman didn't really even know who he was. Keep reading with me. It says, again, I'm going to read what I just read to you one more time. Jesus answered her, if you knew, this is verse, uh, I guess that's verse 10. Thank you. Appreciate you picking out that number for me because the glasses were not working. Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. 
Church, I want to ask you a question this morning. Are you thirsty? I love the kids in this room. I love it. Look at verse 11. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw the water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get this living water? I don't know if you know this or not, but there are times in life when you want people to ask you questions. Okay? Like, I don't know if you know this or not, but Friday night we're in this room, and we're kind of in our last celebration, and Kyle was actually on the stage dancing, okay? And somebody brings beach balls out and throws them into the crowd, and the kids start hitting them up in the air, and it was really funny to watch the bigger kids hit them harder, and, and, and it was just so cool to watch because there was so much excitement in this room. But as I watched those kids get excited, they weren't getting excited about some pop song that they were singing. They weren't getting excited about some game they were playing on this. Man, they were excited about the words and songs of Jesus that they were singing. Man, they had just, they were wrapping up a week of hanging out with friends, some that they had known for a long time, some new ones that they had just met this week, hanging out at vacation Bible school for some for the very first time. And man, they saw adults up here having the biggest time of their life dancing. I don't know if you know this or not, but it's like the only time adults get to dance in the church is at vacation Bible school. I'd like to change that, by the way. But here's what I want you to see. Is that they knew that there was something that was moving in their life. And waves were being made. And all they knew to do was dance. All they knew to do was dance. I don't know about you, but they weren't making excuses about, hey, what about this or what about that? They were just dancing. And as they walked through these halls, they were cheering and screaming and doing handshakes and hand signals. Why? Because they were just having fun. Well, church, let me tell you something. If you're thirsty this morning, the only way you can truly have fun is understand who brings living water. It says that the woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw from with, and the well is deep. Where do you get this living water? And here's what I want you to see is that beach ball came out on, from the stage. Like this woman just set up a beach ball on the tee for Jesus, and he's about to knock it out of the park because she said, Where do you get this living water? Jesus is like, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad that you ask. Look at verse 12. She goes on and says, Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us this well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. And Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. And the woman said to him, Sir, give me this water. Sir, give me this water. Because church, can I tell you something? She was thirsty. And in just a few minutes, we're going to find out why she was thirsty. Because her life had been so broken. And church, I don't know if you know this or not, but when God created us, he created us to be like him. And it didn't take very long for us to mess it up. 
And when we begin to mess it up because of sin around us, and, 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 and I'm not a pastor that, 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 that just throws you under the bus because of your sin. All I'm trying to get us to do this morning is to acknowledge that we have sin in our life and we need to come to the well and drink this morning because we're thirsty. But when Jesus says to her, hey, if you would have known who it is that's asking you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. And then she starts to make excuse after excuse after excuse. But when he says to her, the woman said to him, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. You see, church, she was wanting the water for convenience. But what she was missing out on is that the one who was going to give her living water was standing right there in front of her. Follow with me just for a second we're done. Jesus said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up in eternal life. And the woman said to him, sir, give me this water. Jump, drop down to verse 16. And Jesus said to her, go and call your husband and come here. And the woman answered him, I have no husband. And Jesus said to her, you are right, saying I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said to me, the woman said to him, what you have said to me is, what, what you have said is true. The woman said to him, sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshiped on the mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem is the place where the people ought to worship. And listen to this, church. And Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on the mountain nor in Jerusalem we will we, will you worship the Father? You will worship Him. You will worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation comes, is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. So church, I want to ask you a question this morning. Are you thirsty? Are you thirsty? Well, if you are thirsty, you have come to the right place this morning. Because Jesus has water that he wants to give you. And church, this is what I want us to see, and I don't want us to miss it. The enemy started popping off at you as soon as you got out of the car. For some of you this morning, the enemy started popping off at you before you even got in the car. Some of you started looking at your spouse and said, man, are we really going to take the kids to this this morning? In case you don't know how the enemy works, that's the enemy. But I get it. Some of you are like, but man, you don't know my story. You're right, I don't. But Jesus does. And you know what he says? You are welcome at the well this morning. So I have a question this morning, church. Are you thirsty? Because Jesus says, if you're thirsty, drink the water that I give, and you'll never be thirsty again. You want to know what happened to your kids this week? They drank a little water. They got in God's presence. Waves started moving in their heart and their spirit. And I got to believe this morning, church, that God wants to do the same thing in your life and my life this morning. So why don't we allow God 
to make some waves. Will you pray with me? Father, I'm so grateful for this week. I'm so grateful for these kids and these families. God, I'm grateful for this church that I get to be a small part of, God, that says we're not going to just see kids as an afterthought. We're going to see them as a priority. And God, we don't just want you to make waves in the kids' lives. We want you to make waves in the families' lives. And God, this morning, if there's someone here that's never come to the true well of living water, God, that they don't leave this place without knowing that they don't have to thirst anymore. For them not knowing that they don't have to try to go figure out where they're going to find the next satisfaction or the next pleasure, that God, it can be found at your feet and at your well. So God, this morning, these are your moments. This is your time. This is your story. God, whatever you want to do in, these place, in this place, you do it in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, hey, I'm going to ask you to stand with us. We're going to close out with a song. Uh, thank you again for this week. Let's worship. We? My name is Fish Robinson. I'm the lead pastor here at Community Church Oxford. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Community Church Oxford podcast. We hope that you'll consider joining us again in the future. Until then, God bless.